Vegas Nation, sponsored by Station Casino's STN Sports. Download the app and get a bonus up to $100 when you sign up. It's time for another Vegas Nation podcast. You're listening to the Raiders post-game edition. What's up, everybody? It's time for the post-game edition for the Vegas Nation podcast. It's Heidi Fang here, and I'm joined with our Review Journal sports columnist, Sam Gordon. Time to break down the Raiders' win here over the Chargers. Week 13, Chandler Jones shows up. We're going to get into all of that and more, but first I want to remind everybody to hit subscribe wherever you're listening. Also, check out all the great work that the colleagues here do for the paper as well as on VegasNation.com. We are brought to you by Station Casinos, STN Sports. Download the mobile app today. We're also presented to you on Blue Wire Podcast by Liquid Death. Sam! Chandler Jones popped his Liquid Death. See, actually, I've seen those in his locker. I'm not even kidding. I've seen those in his locker. That must have been the difference maker in his three sacks today. Passes defended, getting all over the place on the field. What got into Chandler Jones? Huh, tremendous question, Heidi. Tremendous question. I think it probably helped a little bit that the uh, the Chargers banged up on the offensive line, gave him a favorable matchup. But he did exactly what he was supposed to do with that favorable matchup and really thought set the tone here with his three sacks um, for what was a dominant, not dominant might be a little of a stretch, Heidi, but a very good defensive showing uh, by the Raiders today. If, if I, in my opinion, their best defensive effort of the season. When you talk about the pass rush, what they were able to do, get home five sacks, uh, getting to Justin Herbert for five sacks, and then forcing a turnover, a huge turnover that set up points promptly. The forced fumble recovered by Nate Hobbs leads to a touchdown in the second half. So um, all things considered, he really sparked that defense. I thought he was huge today. He, he looked every bit like the Chandler Jones we had seen previously in New England and Arizona that we hadn't quite seen yet. And uh, I thought that really uh, made a big difference on the defensive side of the ball because that's where the Raiders um, – really I thought won this game was in the trenches and he was a huge part of that. Right, and their defensive line, the pressure that they have not created, obviously that's been something where they've lacked. It's been a, a point of focus, I think, throughout the season because if you can't make the quarterbacks in this division uncomfortable, the likes of Mahomes, the likes of Justin Herbert, you're going to have some games that just don't go your way. So this one, another one-possession game, yeah. basically, where it was kind of down to the wire. Chargers were driving, but were unable to get home with it. 27-20, uh, to 20, obviously, the final, and in that, 177 yards by Devontae Adams, Sam. What kind of chemistry must be clicking between him and Derek Carr right now? I mean, it's really, um, they're firing on all cylinders, Heidi. I mean, you take a look at Devontae Adams, 700-yard outings this year. Uh, five times this year, he's played AFC West opponents. Five times he's eclipsed 100 yards. And he's got four games this year with over 100 yards and two touchdowns. Again, 177 yards and the two touchdowns today. So, um, I mean, he's as good as any receiver is in the league. And he's in the prime of his career. And he's not dependent on Aaron Rodgers to produce, right? Like, that's I, not that anybody ever thought he was. But he's on pace to eclipse franchise records in receiving yards, in receiving touchdowns, in receptions. I mean, just as good of a receiver as there is in the NFL. And it's it's funny, Heidi, because pretty quiet in, in the first half, right? Didn't do a whole lot. But when you're somebody like Devontae Adams with that game-breaking ability in the third quarter, I mean, two long touchdowns, back-to-back possessions, completely changed the game by himself. Not by himself, but you get what I'm saying. Two, two big scoring plays. I thought Derek Carr played a clean game, all things considered, after the pick six early in the game. He was accurate. He was on point. And him and Devontae Adams, there's quite frankly not really an answer. I mean, well, how are you going to cover him? He can get deep. He can go over the middle. He can beat you after the catch. He can block. His hands are as good as anybody's, and his ball skills are too. So, um, quite frankly, Heidi, I don't think 
think there's any hyperbole here. There's very few receivers in NFL history who are at elite at all those things, and he does all of them as well as anybody in the league today. Uh, just another fantastic performance. And, and you saw the Chargers defensive backs at the end of the game. They're playing 10, 15 yards off him. I mean, right? They gave him a lot of cushion just because he's so slippery. You don't want to let him get by you deep. He was able to do that twice, and it broke the game open there in the third quarter. Yeah, I was impressed with what he was able to do there. Obviously, um, breaking free again, scoring those touchdowns, him and Derek, the energy that they have, taking it back to the sideline. All of the things that the Raiders need to go right kind of down the stretch are including the Chiefs and the Chargers losing today. Now, I'm not going to get ahead of anything and say, you know, it's a 5-7 and seven team here, you know, um, with what they've done and, and how everything kind of transpired earlier in the season. It's not helping them any. But – Let's say the Chargers lose a couple more. What, what could you foresee here happening for the Raiders? Well, they got to take care of first things first. They got to take care of business on their end, and I think for any 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 type of I, I mean, for me personally, it's still too premature to talk about playoffs. But I said it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I said it. I said it. I said it. It's far. It's it's far too early to talk about that. But with that being said, um, all the Raiders can do is play on who's their, who's on their schedule. And three. This is three consecutive weeks now that they've made plays, key plays on both sides of the ball, play complete complementary football on both sides of the ball and have won one score game. So they're not going to apologize to anybody for that. Um, I, look, they're playing the Rams next uh, on Thursday. It's going to be a quick turnaround. The Rams are one of the worst teams in the NFL, so that playing their backup quarterback. So that feels like an opportunity for the Raiders to win a game. And then they would come home and play the New England Patriots, the, who have underwhelmed the last couple weeks, and possibly be able to move to 7-7. Seven and seven. So, yeah, look, could they could they maybe, maybe make up some ground here against some of the teams that they're chasing, including the Chargers? Yeah, perhaps. But, Heidi, when you take a look at the big picture, you know, landscape of the AFC, uh, you got three teams in the AFC East with the with the Dolphins, the Bills, and the Jets that are in playoff positioning. You have the you have the Ravens and you have the Bengals. You, of course, have the Titans in the AFC South. They're getting a playoff team. And then in the AFC West, you have the Chiefs winning that division. So that's seven teams. They have to make quite up – they have to make quite up uh, – they have to make up quite a bit of ground. Oh, excuse me, they're tongue-tied. They have to make up quite a bit of ground still, uh, three games, because right now eight and four is what it's going to take to get in the playoffs with the wild card. But, look, there's a lot of season left, um, and, and and if they continue to string together some wins, it's what happened last year. You just have to be in the mix and have some things go their way. If they can get back to 500, perhaps it's a conversation over the last three weeks of the season. Right. I won't even have that conversation until it's 500. I'm not going to say the word. I've been saying that all along. Not saying playoffs until anybody is 500 because, like you said, the AFC East right now is really um, just stacked when it comes to wins and, and the records that these teams have. Patriots worse in the division right now at 6-6, six and six, so still a 500 team. Uh, right now, let's take a quick break. On the way out here, let's hear from Chandler Jones talking about his big day here at Allegiant Stadium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and what I did learn is when you chase it, that's when it goes worst. I um, mean, just if you just sit back and let them come to you, everything will be fine. Overall, do you think it's the best uh, performance from the defensive line this season? Um, the sky's the limit for our defense in our defensive line. Um, and, you, and when you play this profession, you have to understand that the other team is a professional team too, uh, and you never have a perfect game. So. Uh, we're going to go and watch the film, see what we could have done better, and, uh, and, and actually you know, highlight the things that we've done well, and hopefully we can capitalize and carry it over to, to the LA, to LA Rams. Chandler, apologies if you answered this already, but what was it that was clicking for you today out there? Uh, the quarterback actually was going down. You know, a lot of times this season I was getting, getting back there and he kind of, the quarterbacks were kind of eluding me a little bit. But um, the quarterback was actually going down. We, we rushed together, and uh, like I said, it, it showed up on the stat sheet. How nice was it having Nate Hobbs back? 
it was huge for our team, not just our defense, but for our team. His energy, his swagger, what he brings to a team, uh, the juice that he brings, we, we needed it. You mentioned quarterback not going down today. Were there times that maybe just got frustrating and you just kind of hang in and Never frustrated, never frustrated. I knew that, uh, you know, well, God knew, I feel like. God knew that I would go through a, a little tough, a rough patch of, you know, not getting any sacks, but I feel like he, he patted me with a couple just so I can, you know, go through that rough patch. But hopefully we can just keep it going, honestly. I think um, we had a good game today. If we can stack good games like this, and hopefully we can keep it going. Locals know the SCN Sports app is the most trusted sports betting app in Nevada. They have convenient sign-up locations across Las Vegas. So download the SCN Sports app today. You may start noticing there are strange tall boys of beer in the bottled water section of your local stores. Well, it's not beer. It's actually mountain spring water from the Alps, and it's called Liquid Death. And it's available in still, sparkling, and three other flavors. Why is this water called Liquid Death? Well, basically, it'll brutally murder your thirst. And their infinitely recyclable tall boy cans are helping bring death to plastic bottles. They also donate 10% of the profits from every can sold to help kill plastic pollution. Aluminum is infinitely recyclable and can actually be profitable for recycling facilities. One day I was at work in the cafeteria and saw the Las Vegas Review Journal was carrying liquid death in the vending machine. So I sat drinking one at work while eating my tacos just to fake my coworkers out and make them think I was having an icy cold tall boy with lunch. Go get liquid death at your local Smith's, Walmart, Sprouts, or find a liquid death retailer near you with their store locator tool at liquiddeath.com slash Vegas Nation. That's liquiddeath.com slash Vegas Nation. How, how close were you to you know, not being able to go? No, nah, I was going today. It wasn't, it wasn't, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't really a, a question for me today. It was, yeah. Especially, no, nah, I can't say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Barbecue chicken. It, barbecue chicken. <laughs> Baked chicken. <laughs> Apologies if you already asked it, but just how nice is it to be a division opponent? You know, yeah, I mean, playing playing the division game, you know, the implications that it has is always huge, um, especially that team. You know, that's a good team. Uh, they got a, they got a great quarterback. They got some good receivers, and obviously, uh, Eckler is who he is. Um, so just to come out and see how we played them, we really gave them ten points uh, with the, with the turnovers we had. But uh, the defense, man, they they held us down today. Welcome back to the post-game edition here for Vegas Nation. It's Heidi Fang and Sam Gordon. That was Josh Jacobs talking about his big day as well on the field. Another plus 100-yard game for him. Touchdown happened. Josh Jacobs is just putting it together. There was, like, the questionable tag on him. But obviously, I mean, there was nothing to stop Josh Jacobs out there today. No, Heidi, not not at all. And um, before we get into Josh Jacobs, how well, well he played, I do think it would be an appropriate time to give credit to the offensive line because – Along with these three straight victories, the offensive line has improved its level of play. And, and today, in the first half, popped a hole for Jacobs to, to, to one of the biggest holes he had all day. Ran through that and, and followed Jakob Johnson for a 20-yard touchdown. But beyond that, it was a lot of physical, inside, dirty, nitty-gritty running. Smash-mouth football uh, with Josh Jacobs and the offensive line working together. 20, I can't remember how many exactly how many carries Heidi, but 146 yards um, rushing. He, look, he has 600-yard games this season. He is the NFL's leading rusher. Uh, and and he, you could, I, I really thought you could tell in the second half that 
the physicality that he was running with at the offensive line was playing with really wore out the Chargers defense, Heidi. And I thought that second touchdown right on a flea flicker, uh, part of that was because of how effective Josh Jacobs had been running the ball up to that point. When, when you have the NFL's leading rusher and he is delivering punishment the way he he has been all season long and the way he did throughout the course of the afternoon today, uh, defenses are going to have to respect that. And, and, and that opened up uh, the flea flicker over the top for Devontae Adams. But, look, he's playing as well as anybody is in the NFL at any position on pace to establish franchise records in rushing yards, possibly eclipse uh, Marcus Allen's franchise record for yards from scrimmage. So it's all on the table. It's all right in front of Josh Jacobs. He was dynamic again today. And uh, it's a complimentary football. I mean, you, you, the stu- superstars have been superstars. The defense has stepped up situationally in terms of applying pressure and, and forcing turnovers, something that they've done the last few games after not having done uh, very much of at all this season. And, and lo and behold, you have a three-game winning streak when you're playing complimentary football and executing, executing situationally. So the offensive line was great. Jacobs was great. Um, Derek Carr was rock solid. And, uh, and the offense has really found its groove uh, at this juncture of the season going into Week 14. All right, so as you mentioned, complimentary football there. Um, before I get into that part, actually, I did want to note what you said here. Josh Jacobs did uh, eclipse another Raiders record. He has 1,303 yards, the most in Raiders history through 12 games. Mm-hmm. So uh, big day again, huge for him. The Raiders also improved to 5-1 and one on the season when Jacobs has 100 yards or more. Um, on to complimentary football. Nate Hobbs came in, still playing with that cast on. I'd seen one day with Cassie Soto when we went to go interview him, and he had his cast on off that day off of his left hand but today he comes in protecting it obviously making sure that they don't re-injure um, the, the injury that he had there to his hand but what would you make of his presence on the field what a difference maker is Nate Hobbs when he is on the field oh huge Heidi huge I mean he was let's not forget I mean it's been a while since we've seen him play but he was evolving into one of the better cornerbacks uh, certainly one of the better young cornerbacks in the NFL before his injury. So uh, I think just hearing what Guy said in the locker room afterwards, definitely a big boost just with his presence, with his energy. Uh, but it all, everything works in conjunction. Like you said, complimentary football. That pass rush uh, did its thing, and I thought the, the, the corners on the back end were, were just as good uh, in, in doing what they had to do working in in concert with their pass rush. So I, I believe he had eight tackles, had the fumble recovery, and, and yeah, it's probably going to take him a little bit of time to, 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 to continue to find a rhythm and flow. But he was as good as you could have expected um, today, given that he had missed so much time with that with that hand injury. Uh, and now the Raiders, look, they might be getting some more reinforcements on the offensive side of the ball too with Hunter Renfro and Darren Waller coming up here to be eligible to return off of injured reserve. So injuries are part of the game. Uh, they happen, and when guys return, they, they obviously uh, bring something to the table and, and add a big boost. And I thought Nate Hobbs um, was able to do that today uh, and expecting his play, his level of play and his production uh, to continue as he continues to get his legs back under him. Right, and in this one here, this week, short week, as Derek Carr said on the podium when he was speaking to us, it's Wednesday because they have to get right back to work. Yeah. <laughs> it's no no day off on Monday, no walkthrough, no light practices. It's right back into it, preparing for the Rams, who've also kind of been struggling this season. Uh, right now, the Rams are five-and-a-half-point underdogs to the Raiders as the line opens for Week 14. Um, what do you think needs to carry over from this game, Sam, what we saw in the Raiders' success that can help them against the Rams, who have kind of been you know, hurting themselves? No Matt Stafford lately. They've kind of had Aaron Donald um, as well with injuries. So what do you think about this one? Yeah, I mean, it's you know, we take a look at the Rams. I mean, they 
they pushed all their chips to the table, to the center of the table. And look, it worked. It worked out. They won a Super Bowl. You're not going to complain about that. That Super Bowl should carry over and and you know help invigorate that fan base for years and years to come. But part of the consequences of that is, look, you're thin this season. That the depth isn't isn't what it once was. Uh, and when you do have injuries to to to, to top tier players like Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup and, and guys that are really uh, important to what you want to do, uh, the, the effects are going to. I mean, they're obvious. This is again one of the worst teams uh, in the NFL. Not 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 going to go as far as to say it's a team in disarray uh but close just with just with how frequently they've been losing so um not the rams that the raiders have played last year but look it's still a road game it's still a team with the playmakers on the defensive side of the ball i think first and foremost you got to take care of the football like the raiders were able to do uh for the most part today if they had a couple you know, a couple turnovers a couple untimely turnovers but the, but in the second half they played a clean game they're going to have to do that once again and i think just getting the ball to their playmakers i mean the the, the blueprint the formula uh you, you nailed it Hyde. either five and one when josh jacobs goes over 100 yards feature josh jacobs get Devonte adams the ball uh and 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 make the backup quarterback whoever is going to play whether that's sean wofford uh, who played today or whoever else make the backup quarterback look like a backup get after him pressure the quarterback and try and create some plays like it, it defensively if they're able to do that, if they're able to sustain the level of play that they had today, uh, then they should have no problem beating a, a Rams team that's, that's struggled throughout the course of the season. But uh, look, it's a short week. It's a short. It's a, it's a quick turnaround. If they get sloppy, if they turn the ball over, if they uh, struggle, if there are missed coverages, then yeah, any any team can. As we've seen this Raiders team, whom they lost to this year, anybody can beat anybody. So uh, the Raiders, th- that line is what it is for a reason. I think it accurately reflects the state of where these two teams are at and how they're playing. And uh, this should line up for another Raiders victory and an opportunity to be 500 with a, a home game due to follow against the New England Patriots. All right, lastly, Sam, what'd you write tonight? What can, what can you tell the readers out here listening about your column? What did you put on paper? Yeah, we talked. I mean, you and I, you and I Heidi, talked a little bit about the two superstars on the offensive side of the ball, and I, I, that's what I wrote about. I wrote about just how good those guys were, not only today, uh, Sunday, during the 27-20 victory, but tried to add some context about how valuable they've been throughout the course of the season. I think both players this year are in the mix uh, for first-team All-Pro uh, selection. That is the highest uh, honor that a football player can receive outside of any of the individual awards. And with Josh Jacobs leading the NFL in rushing, and Devontae Adams practically averaging 100 yards and a touchdown a game. Uh, those guys are, 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 are right there in that mix for, for, those, for that kind of honor. So check out VegasNation.com for, for, for my article on those two. And, of course, great stuff from my colleagues, Ed Graney, Adam Hill, Vinny Bonsignor, you, Heidi, Cassie Soto, uh, behind and in front of the camera just like yourself. So, yeah, VegasNation.com for all Raiders' needs, not only uh, today but moving forward as well. Bam, Sam hit it on the head. So on that note, I'm just going to sign it off. Follow him at by Sam Gordon. I'm at Heidi Fang on Twitter. Thank you, everybody, so much for listening. Vegas Nation sponsored by Station Casinos STN Sports. Download the app and get a bonus up to $100 when you sign up.